Welcome to season two of the Directors Club podcast, exclusively for child care center owners and directors. I'm Noelle Dentino, ex-corporate girl turned child care center owner. I took my corporate skills paired with my sister's early education background to create easy to implement business practices that have made our center, Scribble Time, a huge raging success in our community. And now I'm here to share with you business tips and tools to help you build enrollment, find and hire your next great teacher, and get your center operating just how you want it. Let's do this. Hey everyone, I hope this podcast finds you well when you're listening to it and ready to jump into getting our team all on the same page. Have you ever wondered why there's so many inconsistencies at your childcare center? When you communicate you want things done a certain way and give them a procedure on how to do it, why isn't it working? Let me share. When we started our center in 2005, we introduced our mission statement during orientation and really never spoke of it again. And as time progressed, the inconsistencies across the classroom were so obvious. Rooms were running exactly how we wanted them to while others were struggling. I remember researching how to get the place consistent. And then one day I was covering in a classroom with my sister during rest time. And my sister kept mentioning things that weren't clean. And to be honest with you, I didn't even notice what she was pointing out. We sat there discussing the inconsistencies and how she saw it one way and I saw it another. We sat there discussing inconsistencies and how one person sees the checklist one way and one person sees it the other. And so how do you mentor someone to see it the way that you envision your childcare center working? We then started with the checklist, but again came back to, You say, clean the counter, and what does that mean? And maybe to you it means haul out the gear, disinfect everything, and remove the clutter. But maybe to someone else it just means wipe it all down and leave all the stuff there because clutter doesn't bother me. We then began brainstorming on how to show them what we wanted instead of just handing them a checklist. That turned into a lot of research, and we ended up with an awesome plan. We realized we needed to bring our mission statement to life. A company has a mission statement that sums up who you are as a company, who you serve, and what the transformation you're going to deliver to your customer. If you and I were to read the same mission statement, and then I explain what it looks like in action, and you explain what it looks like in action to you, I bet our stories would look different. And while both stories are totally satisfactory, They're just not maybe the way the the owner wants their center to run. So that's where vision comes in. Vision is you sharing the story of what the mission looks like in action. As leaders, we then have to manage our teams to deliver on the vision, which is called strategy. The strategy to a clean center could be a cleaning checklist or a cleaning manual, or maybe curriculum guideline book or curriculum checklist. So it all starts with mission, we share it through vision, and then our strategy is all the techniques to support how to put all this into action. So let's walk through this. My mission statement for my child care center is, 
Scribble Time is a talented, respectful, dedicated team of early education professionals who encourages one another in delivering a consistent, intentional early education environment to support the mental, social, physical, and academic development of our young learners mixed in with a whole lot of fun. So this is handed out during orientation. And when you read that, what does it look like to you? What does a teacher sitting there during orientation, and at my center, I actually have a video that I read this and and share my vision story, but when they read it, what do they think when they see respectful, consistent, intentional? While those words are all impactful, they're also so open to different interpretations. So when we bring a mission statement to life with the team, it makes a big difference in the operation of your center and the retention of your teachers. Because everyone has a common goal now. Things become more clear and ready for this, more consistent. Because everyone sees the picture because they can visualize it. And how do we get our team to see our vision and want to be part of executing it? We need to start looking at where your vision is and how you talk about it. It's going to start at orientation. What does your orientation look like? How do you communicate the vision of your center to them? Or do you just literally hand them the vision and all the other paperwork, go right through an orientation checklist, and they just check off that they got it? When we share a vision with our team in detail, it casts the story of what it's like to be inside our center every day. From the student's perspective, the family, and most importantly, the teachers. It resonates with someone when you paint the picture. They see themselves as part of this story. And what's also amazing about having a shared vision, it unites a team when you all have a common goal. Human Resource Society posted on their Facebook page sometime this year, I remember reading it, that mentioned these numbers that when employees was connected to the company vision, Engagement went up drastically, and I can't remember what the percentage was, but the number was huge. So people have a need for more meaningful work when we have a common vision. So how do you do this with your teachers? You walk them through your vision statement, what it looks like in your day-to-day life at your child care center. So let's go back. Again, my mission statement is Scribble Time is a talented, respectful, dedicated team of early education professionals who encourages one another in delivering a consistent, intentional early education environment to support the mental, social, physical, and academic development of our young learners mixed in with a whole lot of fun. What does that look like in action? I know you might be Like, I don't know where to start. When I'm working with the Directors Club members on their vision, I have a list of 14 questions I give them. Simply read the questions and just start answering them to yourselves. Give a couple of examples for each one, and this is how you're going to explain what it looks like. So knowing my vision statement, I'm going to share with you a few of the questions on the list so that you'll know what I'm talking about. And so the like question number two on my vision list is who greets that who greets parents when they walk in the door? Um, is it the office? Like what is the office doing? So when you vision yourself walking into my child care center, I imagine you walking in my door, 
we're going to greet you. And after we've done the security check, we're going to greet you and you're going to walk in the door and someone is going to say hi to you immediately and welcome you to the center every single day. Every time you pick up, every time you drop off, every time you come in as a teacher to punch in, every child that walks through the door. I cannot tell you how many times I have gone to child care centers all over the place. And that's one of the feedback we get from this parent survey. Oh, no one ever talks to me. I didn't feel welcome. Picture it. You come to work every day. I'm sitting at the front desk and I ignore you when you walk in the door. I wouldn't feel welcome. That's not going to help with retention. So like, that's what I want to explain. When you're walking down the hall at my school, every employee knows, because in my vision story, that we welcome everybody. We say good morning. We say good afternoon. Have a good night. So you know that you're going to get that engagement from the second you walk in the door until the second you leave. I want my center to be welcoming. And that's respect. That's teaching children social skills. That is supporting mental health. So those are three things already in my mission statement. Does my mission statement say Oh, when you walk through the door, <laughs> scribble time, you're welcomed. No, it does not. But it, again, it's a respectful environment. And it is intentional, right? We're really intentional about how we treat each other. We teach children social skills. And a social skill is greeting people. And these are so important. That's important to me. What are the, another question on my list is how do the, in, the teachers interacting with the students and with each other? So do you have a classroom that the teachers are screaming across the classroom? Put that down. Come sit over here. Go do that. Or do I walk over to you and say, hey, why don't we put that away and come sit with me? And so when I'm talking to the teachers about a respectful environment, and being intentional of what we're teaching and social skills and academic skills. I'm saying to them, I do not want, when you are in the classroom, we're not screaming across the classroom directions to the kids, unless it's a safety thing, but we're not screaming across the classroom direction or correcting them. And I always say to the teachers, we talk about that, and then I say, how would you like it? If I walk down the hallway and in front of, as I pass your room, I start screaming, why are you on your cell phone right now? I don't understand that. Why are you doing this? Think of all the things we could scream into the classrooms. And so it's the same with the kids. And so when I talk to my teachers and they're talking about interacting with the students, it's respectful. It's as calm as we can be in a classroom with 23-year-olds. And I'm talking about the interactions, like when the kids are involved in activities, the teachers aren't sitting there for social hour. We are engaged. We are asking open-ended questions where that's what that open-ended questions, this is the strategy part, and giving them open-ended questions that they can ask in the classroom if they don't know how to ask. So I'm explaining that this is what, this is the vision that I see in the classroom and how I interpret you engaging with the teachers and the students. Another thing that we could say is, what does it feel at the end of the day for a teacher? All right, so probably a little bit overwhelmed right, with the craziness of being an early education teacher. But how do they feel? I want them to leave here feeling welcomed. I want them to feel respected. I want them to know that their team supports them. 
I want them to know that I value them. And yes, the the scribble time mission statement says we do all these things, but what does it look like? And so I'll say that that's how I want them to feel when they leave. I want them to know that when they're struggling with a student, it's not a failure, that we all come in together, brainstorm. And then when we watch that child have success, we can praise that teacher as a team and say, you did it. Like you figured out how to connect with them and how to help that child. Yes, you did understand my vision statement when you read it. Very basic, like it's that's who we are at Scribble Time. But then when I explained it to you, it gives you a much brighter picture of exactly what that whole thing looks like in action. Now, I only answered a few of the questions, but you get my drift with the 14 that'll really help you go through and create a vision story for yourself. And didn't the vision story really connect with you when I talk about how a parent fails or anyone comes in at drop off and pick up versus how you read the mission statement? Like you got the picture and that's what you want to paint for your team. So I want you to do something a little crazy today or this week. I want you to block off two hours because my friend, it can change your life. You do not have to be a copywriter. You do not have to be in the process of writing a book. I just want you to sit down and write out a few paragraphs about what you envision your center operating like in a moment in the center. Just freeze it in time. Pick a time, 10 o'clock a.m. What is everybody doing? Think, just sit in that moment. What are they doing in that moment? How do they feel? What's happening? What's the teacher? How is she engaging? How does she feel? How do the parents feel after they drop them off? What does it look like in the center? Is it clean, disorganized? Like, they talk it all through. Then when everyone goes home, how do they feel? Children feel loved and respected and excited for the learning. And teachers, yep, they feel a little bit exhausted, but they were in an environment all day that was respected, engaged, and excited for their work. Parents feel confident that they chose you. Now really think about connecting this vision story to actual real life. This is how we come full circle as leaders. We connect the vision with their action and recognize them for it. So we've spent all this time, we've created a mission statement, and now we're spending time with our vision story, bringing our vision, our mission to life through this vision story. But that's not the end of it. We need to connect it again to them. This is how you get the consistencies. So you need to tie recognition to your vision story. And here's a couple of examples that will help you see how you do that. A teacher that we have, Jamie, helped one of our teachers with ideas to help a student. So she, there was, child was really struggling and she was in another classroom and she, we were all talking and she gave some ideas to this teacher on how to help the child. And I saw her walk by the classroom after we had done this and the teacher was engaging with the child and, and the child was showing awesome success and Jamie just walked by and put her thumbs up. Seriously, almost made me cry when I saw it. And I think about it now and I want to tear up because I've had teachers that have worked here that have walked by classrooms and not done that and maybe made a comment about, oh, I couldn't do that all day with that kid. That's not what we're here for. That's not what my company represents. And that's why she doesn't work here anymore. 
But when I see Jamie walk through those classrooms, walk through that hallway, and do that literally made me cry. Because what does my mission statement say? It says we're a talented, respectful, dedicated team of early education professionals who encourages one another. We lift each other up. We support one another. We don't walk by and be like, eh, like that kid's like a nightmare. I couldn't even work there. But Jamie didn't do that. She jumped right in, and Jamie's new. She knew exactly because she connected to the vision story. We had another classroom struggling with emotions. Everyone cried all the time. Like, I'm not even kidding. The kids were crying all the time over everything, good things and bad things. And curriculum was already planned. But the teacher shifted the curriculum to a week on emotions. And they put in place a tone of a tone, <laughs> a ton of supports for the kids that some still use. And that right there supported talented, dedicated, intentional, mental health, social health. And it was fun. And so I recognized that teacher for that. And I said all that to her. You literally are, li are bringing my mission statement to life at Scribble Time when you did that. And normally, would you say anything to a teacher that switched the curriculum? You'd be like, oh, that's flexible. That's awesome. But when you tie it to the mission, she nailed so many things on it. And it just was so awesome to see. And the most amazing part and why I'm in the field it changed those kids' lives because they, they are regulating their emotions and they're learning how to deal with their emotions and that's what we're here for. We're not here to be irritated with them and say, oh, their parents, well, no one's helping with their parents. We are being intentional of how we're dealing and how we're teaching our students, I should say. Another time teachers came up, one teacher actually came up with this idea out of nowhere, like random day, and was like, oh, can we do a secret gift day just to boost everyone's spirits? thought that was awesome because that brings in our fun, respectful team, mental health. Um, I just, that ties it to it, and that's what I'm saying to them. I'm not just saying, oh, great idea, go ahead and go do it. I'm then following up with a note or I'm saying it at a staff meeting, calling her out and saying, you support the mission. It's fun, respectful. You bring all that in. And again, I'm talking about this at staff meetings several times throughout the year. I'm bringing my vision to life. I'm writing them notes on things. I'm really tying my vision story to them. They feel good. Employee surveys continue to be great. I get great feedback from the team frequently, like randomly. I see how kind and respectful they are. I hear in normal conversations, throw as I'm walking through the center, I'll just ask somebody something and they'll just be like, oh, I was working with this one. And it's two teachers that don't ever work together. They, they work in totally different age groups. And they'll just, oh, yeah, she helped me with this, and it really helped, and, oh, this ended up working. And, and that collaboration and supporting one another is so critical because that is, helps with retention, consistency, like all the good things. And so I would add staff, add this vision to your staff meetings at least four times a year. Talk about it as much as possible. Every single staff meeting I bring up, good things that I see throughout the center and I tie it to the vision. I don't come out and hang the vision up and say, oh, this check, we got all this. But I'll use the keywords that are in that. Think about 
going on a Zoom all by yourself. Maybe you can use your phone and your computer and jump on your Zoom and record yourself reading your vision story. Talking to your new employee as if she's there, telling her the vision of how she fits into the big picture. And then use this video and share it at orientation. Now, we're all going to have employees that are going to jump on board with this and those that are not. They're going to resist us. And you know what? That's okay. They are not part of our mission. Put a job ad out there and start hiring. And when you start making decision on who stays and who goes, she goes. There have been many times when I was a new manager, I kept an employee because I was afraid. The parents loved her. Yes, they did, because she is on when they're there for the whole 15 minutes at pick up and drop off. But the other eight hours and 45 minutes of the day, she's beaten to her own drum, and it's not my drum. The parents chose me when they enrolled the child at my child care center. The parents choose you at yours. They bought into your mission, your school. They connected with you on the tour. They feel safe with you. In all of the centers that they could pick from, they picked you. They didn't pick her. Remember that. They picked you. Let her go. They may cry and get upset. Oh, she's our favorite. But when you bring a new teacher on who aligns with your vision, they're going to see why she left. Trust me. All right, my friend, let's review. Our mission statement tells the world who we are and what we do. And our vision story brings our mission to life in a picture of how we do it. And when we share our vision story, it connects with our team, gives them a role in the story, and increases engagement and employee retention. This is then creates a much more consistent, high-quality childcare center environment. And when someone can't get on board with your vision, move on. If you would like my 14 questions to just help get you started on what your center looks like in action, you can go to the show notes and there's a download right there to grab um, a copy of our vision worksheet. I want to thank you for listening this week. And I'm super excited because I want you to comment on this podcast and tell me when you shared your vision story with your team. And let me know how we're doing on the podcast. And if we're sharing topics that you need now, let us know what you're working on. And we'll make sure that we get our content aligned with your needs. So I hope you have an awesome day. Hope you picked up a nugget of information. And I want you to know I'm cheering you on from Massachusetts. And I'll chat with you next week. Bye, everybody. Thank you for listening to this week's episode. If you know another director who might benefit from listening, please share the link to my podcast. I love connecting with directors and sharing business tips to make their lives easier too. The show notes below have all the links from the podcast and my social media connections. I'd love you to tell me how I'm doing by rating the show or leaving a comment. Hope you have a great week. I'll be cheering you on.